a Dad's Net original podcast. Little Competitions. Welcome to Little Conversations, where we celebrate the funny things kids say. Dads from across all corners of Dad's Net have once again been asking their children the big questions. On this week's episode, we're talking about vehicular mayhem. Whether it be helicopters, steam trains, or submarines, our crop of curious kids could be the hovercraft pilots of tomorrow, future Tour de France winning cyclists, or the fastest ever Formula One drivers. Last week, my six-year-old son said, Dad, can you look something up for me on the internet? I said, yes, of course, you know, what is it? He said, can you check what the police fine is if you drive your dad's car without a license? <laughs> yeah, I told him it was at least a million pounds. I do think my son appearing on a podcast may be going to his head. I'll be a star, baby. <laughs> I'm Phil Winter-Drew, father of two. And without further ado, this episode's theme is transport. Little Conversations is sponsored by Superstars from Nature's Aid. Much better than tucking into airplane food, why not try Superstars? They are a range of delicious vitamins and supplements for everyday development, supporting kids aged 4 to 12 years old. They come in a range of delicious flavours and have no added sugar, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial flavours, no artificial colours and no gelatin. What they do have is a ton of nutritional value and each pack contains a game. So that's nutrition for your kids and five minutes peace for you to book a train ticket on the computer uninterrupted. Help your kids get all the vitamins they need with Superstars from Nature's Aid. For our first stop on today's show, we go back to where it all began and ask, what did cavemen use to travel around? What did cavemen use to travel around? Their feet. Did they not ride on any animals or anything? They did didn't they? ride on that many animals. Not on a saber-toothed tiger's back? No. Okay. What did cavemen use to travel around? I know. Pancake. <laughs> pancakes? How do you travel on a pancake? Yeah, you have to sit on it with an air balloon. You have to sit on it? <laughs> with a hair balloon. With a hot air balloon? Yeah. Hang on, hang on. So, let me get this right. So, you're sitting on a pancake <laughs> while in a hot air balloon. <laughs> Is that not just the hot air balloon that's making you travel around? How's the, how's the pancake helping? It's stuck on the air balloon. The pancake is stuck to the hot air balloon? Yeah. But how is the pancake helping you travel? It's inside the air balloon. Oh, well, when, you, when you put it like that, it's so obvious now. Yeah. What, when cavemen used to travel around, what did they uh, What did they? Woolly mammoths. Woolly mammoths, yeah, maybe. Uh, Actually, tortoises. Woolly mammoths and tortoises. Uh, they're legs. They used to travel on their legs. I reckon they went on massive T-Rexes. After the dinosaurs died out, nearly 65 million years passed before people appeared on Earth. That's a long time to wait for a T-Rex to come along. Though I have waited longer for my local bus to turn up. What did cavemen used to travel around in? Do you know? Days. Caves. Yeah, I thought so. They used to travel around in caves. Not sure that's the fastest way to travel. Actual conversation that happened in caveman times. Where's your cave, mate? Oh, it's, uh, it's in for its MOT. What did cavemen use to travel around? Pancakes. Pancakes? Have you been talking to your sister? How does a caveman travel on a pancake? <laughs> no, I got a great one. Okay, yep. Yeah. They travel on a dad. 
Travel on they travel on their dads. Yeah. What ride around on their shoulders? That's how cavemen travel around. Before we were around, and just after the dinosaurs, there were men who lived in caves, and they were called cavemen. But they hadn't invented cars. So what did they use to travel around, do you think? Feet. Feet? Just their feet? Yeah. That wouldn't have got them very far very quickly, would it? No. (laughs) (laughs) But feet. And do you think they walked everywhere? Yeah. Did they ever run? No. They never ran? No. What about (laughs) if there was a tiger that was trying to get them? They'd just walk? Yeah. Do you think that's why they're not around anymore? Because they all got eaten by tigers. Yeah. Because they were just walking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I looked up Jake's advice for what to do when you come face to face with a tiger. And he is spot on with the official guidance, which states, do not run. Like all cats, tigers enjoy a chase. It's actually reported that in Bandabgar National Park, an elephant was startled by tigers in the long grass and threw its rider, the rider on top of the elephant, threw him to the ground before running away. Alone in the tall grass, and knowing that there was at least three tigers in the grass nearby, the rider fought his instincts and slowly edged backwards, one tiny step at a time. It took him two hours to get out of the grass, but he did live to tell the tale. Should you be trapped face to face with a tiger? Other official top tips include, do not approach the tiger. Get yourself somewhere high up. Do not urinate in a tiger's territory. (laughs) Tigers mark their territories and if you do the same, the tiger would see you as a threat. Serious advice. And perhaps the most important one of all, if the tiger turns up at your front door, offer it some tea. It will eventually leave after a slap up supper. Our next question is less a question and more of a challenge. Could the kids describe what a train is without using the word train? So I'm going to buzz you. I'm going to buzz you if you say the word train, okay? So you've got to describe to me what a train is. Pretend I'm an alien and I've come down from planet Mars and I've gone, what's that? And you've got to describe a train to me. So this thing is something like what can go on tracks and you can go on it to get somewhere it's an object it's a vehicle that uses tracks and and there's little metal wheels and it pulls the vehicle along when it goes gets quick enough it can go up to like 300 miles power if it's a really fast train uh-uh. Ooh, both his kids were doing so well before his dad brought in the family fortunes klaxon. So close. Describe what a train is without using the word train. It goes... (laughs) Describe what a train is without using the word train. Well, when it is a train, it's not a train. Train. And it's just a train if it's not a train. I think you used the word train five times there. Well, I just said train. Right, I see. So that's very clever. To describe what a train was without using the word train, you used the word tray instead. Yeah. Very clever. That is genius. Let me try this technique with another vehicle. You can play along at home and see if you can guess what vehicle I'm describing. It is a coat 
and people can use this coat and the coat floats. That's right, it's a boat. Wow, that method really works. Can you describe what a train is without using the word train? Choo-choo. Yes, okay. <laughs> Not make the sound, describe what it does. It makes choo-choo. Yeah, it makes the choo-choo. <laughs> Has seats, has toilets, have sections, have carriages. Do you know what carriages? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Good answer. Okay, number three. As hang a... on, hang on. And it has wheels. Okay, right. You and food. Okay, you've got to. You've got to... and people. You've got. To... Uh, lastly, and signs that show adverts. Okay. Next up, it was time to challenge the parents. They had to make the noises of various vehicles and the children had to guess what the vehicles were. I'm going to make the noise of a vehicle and I want you to guess what these vehicles are, okay? Oh. Train! A train! Okay. <laughs> what about this one? Car! Car, yeah, good. I'm going to make the noise of a type of transport and you've got to tell me what mm -hmm. transport it is. I know what you're going to go, you're going to go choo choo and I'm going to say train. Uh, that is actually the first one. Oh, I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> I was going to go What do you think that is? Okay. What kind of train? Diesel. No, not a diesel. How about race car? Well, I was going for motorbike, but I can see how you could have done that. Choo-choo! Train! Choo-choo! What, what kind of train? Um, what a bumper. A steam up. train! Nice. Did he just say tortoise? Perhaps the tortoise was in a bike again. <laughs> yes, well done. <laughs> very good, very good. Okay, now this one is the tricky one. Are you ready? Mush, mush. Mush, mush, mush. Mush, mush, mush. What kind of vehicle is that? I don't know. It's got, uh, so doggies are pulling me. I'm on a dog. Dog motorbike. Dog motorbike. Shh, ding ding, shh, ding ding. Um, ole, ole, not ole. Um, you have to wonder why Ted's dad's dog sled had a bell, and all the dogs pulling it appeared to speak fluent Spanish. Okay, what about this one? <laughs> Snake. <laughs> yeah, okay. To make this vehicle go, you have to go mush mush, and it's got woof woof pulling it. It's a fire engine. <laughs> not a fire. Have you seen a fire engine pulled by dogs? Oh, this isn't an easy one. Faster, boys. Lightning. What am I on? I'll give you a clue, I'm going through, I'm, I'm, on, I'm in a really snowy arctic part of the world. Sleds! Yes, and what have I got pulling me along? Okay. Harder, faster boys, faster. Wendy! Wolves! Yeah, yeah, well, husky, oh, dog, dog sled, yeah. What about this one? Beep, beep, 
car. Beep. Beep. A car? Oh, yeah. When does a car make that noise? When it, when it beeps the horn. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. That's not what I was thinking of. I was thinking of a lorry reversing. What about this one? Five, four, okay. three, two, one. Blast off! Rocket! Rocket! That's a rocket, yes. Training on a motorbike. It was a broken down car, that one. Oh, here we go. You ready for this? What vehicle is this? Nay! Clippity clop, clippity clop, clippity clop, clippity. Yes! Nailed it. Car. Race car. Race car. It was a motorbike. No, that was a, an aeroplane taking off. Your impressions are terrible. <laughs> Next up, we asked, would you rather be the pilot of a plane or the captain of a submarine? Either would be pretty cool in my eyes, but not everyone we asked agreed. I don't, I don't like them vehicles though. You don't want to, you don't want to fly a plane or a submarine. What vehicle would you drive then? A car. Oh, what type of car? With hearts on. With hearts and on. Pink. A pink car with hearts on. That sounds great. And would it go really fast? Yeah. And I say how fast it will go. Okay, you show me how fast it will go. <laughs> that is very fast. For the benefit of all the audio listeners, she ran on the spot very fast. Would you rather be a pilot of a plane or the captain of a submarine? A submarine. Because if you're in a plane you've got if you crash you've got more of a chance getting badly hurt than a submarine because if you crashed a submarine then you would just have to quickly get an oxygen oxygen mask swim up to the surface but you could drown couldn't you in a submarine yeah but still it's a lower chance do you think if you crash would you rather be the pilot of a plane or the captain of a submarine? Captain of a submarine. Why is that? It's because I love going underwater and seeing fish. Cool. That's perk of the job, right? Yeah. For our next stop today, we ask, if you could invent your own roller coaster, what would it be like? It would be... It would start and it would go, and go down a huge hill into a loop the loop and at the end of the loop the loop goes down and it goes into uh <laughs> goes into a pool of sharks and there's a tube around you and you can see all the sharks oh, cool. it's really long and then it takes you into a sort of like a jungly area and there's like and there's like robot tigers and monkeys and that all around you moving sharks robot tigers jake from earlier should be hired as a consultant due to his wild animal experience if you could invent your own roller coaster in a theme park what would your roller coaster be like pink it'd be pink and flowers on with flowers on and unicorns on and 
purple and pink. Purple and pink. Yeah. And would it would it be like really fast with it doing any loop the loops? I'll show you how fast it will be. Okay, you show me how fast it will be. <laughs> for, for, the, for the benefit of all audio listeners, Clara is now walking in slow motion, so I don't think her roller coaster is going to be very fast. <laughs> You've been on roller coasters before, haven't you? It would be like tea bags, though. What do you mean it'd be like tea bags? It feels like tea bags for me. Roller coasters feel like tea bags? Yeah. How? Because I think they have invisible tea bags on them. What's that got to do with roller coasters? <laughs> I'm just joking. All oh, right. What would your roller coaster be like then? Um, it'd be like cuddling my daddy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Probably not a very exciting ride, but I'd go on it. Me too. Because <laughs> I love cuddling daddy. Oh, bless you. Hands up, who wants to go on the teabag themed roller coaster? It could dunk you in a water trough, strain you round the corners, and everyone could enjoy a complimentary biscuit when they get off the ride. If you could invent one roller coaster, yeah. what would it be like? Um, fast and bumpy. Fast and bumpy, yeah. And um, might might um, trip me off. <laughs> Throw you off. Yeah, that's a funny one. If you could invent your own roller coaster, Seth, what would it be like? It would it would have loads of loop to loops, and it and it would have some flat bits, and and it would like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> when it starts off, it goes like up and up. What? sort of theme would it be would it be like a scary horror theme would it be like a indiana jones kind of theme pirate theme what would you go for fire engine music fire engine music theme so <laughs> what would the music be like <laughs> that's that's very good and would you would the actual car you sit on look like a fire engine yeah and would you get wet as you go around? Would people squirt you with hoses and things? Yeah. Oh, that'd be really good. And what would be the scariest part of the roller coaster? Uh, when you go really steep down, because it'll be 10 feet in the air. 10 feet in the air? The roller coaster will be that high, 10 feet in the air. Oh my goodness, what, a whole 10 feet in the air? Good grief. That's too, that's too much for me. As we are almost nearing our destination, there is just time for one last question. If the children had to travel from where they are right now to Australia, how would they get there? I would probably take loads of different trains. Loads of different trains? Yeah. How many do you think you'd have to take? Ten. Ten trains to get from here in England all the way to Australia. Because trains are the most safest option. Oh, because of the plane... Plane submarine could thing crash anything could <laughs> crash a train what it could do is tip over could crash yeah but still it could tip over that's the worst it could do i'm going to put this out there right now toby would make an excellent health and safety inspector if you had to travel from right here yeah to australia yeah how would you get there on an airplane airplane or a train or a train anything else boat boat yeah 
Um, sea train. Sea train. Yeah. Yep. Submarine. Submarine. Yeah. Um, fire engine. Fire engine. Please. Please. Oh, I got a good one. Yeah. Taxi. A taxi. If you had to travel from right here, right now in our house to Australia, how would you get there? With I have a up on a bra. You get up on a giraffe? Yeah, and he'll gallop me to Daddy's house. He will gallop you? To get to Daddy's house. So you're travelling to Australia, so let's just get this straight. So you um, go downstairs, because we're upstairs at the moment, aren't we? Outside, you get on a giraffe. <laughs> the giraffe would then gallop. <laughs> yep. And what, what would, you, would you be able to get over the sea on a giraffe, do you think? No, because the giraffe would, the giraffe would fly away. Did you, you wouldn't because the giraffe would fly away. Would you be able to use a hot air balloon? Yeah, don't worry, we must fly it. You could fly it to Australia, that's true. And on the hot air balloon, would you be sitting on anything? Yeah, I'm sitting on the sticky pancake. <laughs> <laughs> of course. If you had to travel from here, right where we are, to Australia, how would you get there? Uh, I would do. I think I would travel around in a ferry. That'd be fun. I've got a magic carpet. A magic carpet ride? I can show you the world. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Sorry. Uh, got a bit carried away there. Just by feet. You'd walk to Australia? <laughs> yeah. If you had to travel from right here to Australia, how would you get there? Um, plane. Plane, but we don't have a plane here. No. How would you get to the plane? Walk. Walk? Do you know how far the airport is from here? How? Well, it'd take us about three and a half hours to drive there. Oh. So to walk there would take you what? A day? Um, more than Couple just of days? one day. A hundred days. Right. So if you were going to go to Australia, you would take a hundred days to walk to the airport. Yeah. And then hop on a plane, which would take you... I don't know, a day. One second. That would take one second. So that sort of balances out the 100 days walking. And if you had to travel from here to Australia right now, how would you get there? By underground train. Is it on the underground line from our house in Yorkshire? No, we travel to London in a car, then we go on the underground train to Australia. And what uh, what what line is Australia on in the London Underground? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. What line is it on? Oh, it's got to be the Victoria Line, surely. Takes you all the way to Melbourne. And that brings us to the end of the show and this series. Oh, my goodness. A big thank you to all our little superstars who have made this possible. Ted, Dylan, Cora, Samuel, Roman, Clara, Jake, Harry, Poppy... <gasps> Deep breath. Toby, Logan, Marcus, Seth and Elsa. Times can be pretty tough for us adults. And sometimes we just need to see life through the eyes of a child, full of hope and fun and laughter. With that in mind, we have some very exciting news to share. The show has been performing really well with thousands of you tuning in. First of all, thank you. And secondly, I can announce that the powers that be have renewed us for a second series, which will come out over the winter. Our second series promises to be even bigger and better. This was a bit of a proof of concept and the kids have had a blast making it. So getting the chance to create even more episodes is really exciting. 
You can keep up to date on the show and all things parenting at Dadsnet, an incredible online community. And you can find more dad-shaped mischief from me at Absolute Dadness on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Please drop us a like or a follow to help us continue to grow. Thank you again to all of you for making the show a success. Please spread the word and recommend the show to your friends. If you've played along at home with your own family, then leave us a review and let us know what answers they gave. If you want to suggest a topic or questions for season two, let me know at Absolute Dadness on Instagram or Facebook. I've been Phil Winterdrew. This has been Little Conversations, a Dad's Net podcast brought to you by superstars from Nature's Aid. Goodbye for now. <laughs>